Hello, Hashtag Verse TV family, and welcome. It's week 179. I'm Aaron Mack, and Basic Complexity is going to take it away with our songs. All right, so I am definitely starting off with um fairly new song, not brand new, but fairly new. And the song is called Best Friend by Sweetie, I'm sorry, by Sweetie featuring Doja Cat. Now, I like the song here, and I loosely, it loosely reminds me of my <laughs> younger years, I'll just say that, with um my two best friends and it was like we were really tight and nearly untouchable everyone around us knew that like you mess with one you mess with all three and that's what i have for that new song and my new song or newish song or whatever is <laughs> Do It by Chloe and Hallie. I actually love that song. And I I even did a YouTube video about this years ago while I was living in Baltimore. Um, because their line, we ain't out here looking for boo, really resonated with me. And <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, maybe that's what I need to do. Maybe I need to be like, I ain't out here looking for boo. But I was like, maybe that's how I should have been in my 20s. But in, in my 30s, in, in your 30s, like maybe it's time to like crack down and uh, put put in that uh, effort and hunker down. But I, I, I've spent most of those decades, and again, I'm on the edge of my 30s, most of those decades feeling the pressing need to find him before I get too old. And I have another really long story behind that. But with my mindset adjusted with help from uh, the Kevin Samuels and PG County Zone Melanie King, I feel that I am in a better place for understanding how I need to approach relationship. Boom. There it is. Okay. Basic complexity. Alright. So for my old school song, and this is definitely taking it back just a little bit. Um to the very early nineties. Back might have been 1990, but I forget. Um, and my old school song, and this will be a throwback for some of you, was actually the song Rock This Funky Joint by Four Righteous Teachers. And I like this pretty music 
this period in music history because it was the beginning, or more or less, the beginning of rap and hip hop. Um, when artists had to like step step in the game with some serious skills and dropping Morris more or less and and telling a story without using profanity like today. <laughs> but that's what I have. Alright. And my older song Forgive me, I don't remember the year, but I can tell you the album. Whoops, let me start my time. It's Phyllis Hyman's album. Um, actually, I, I can't off the top of my mind. Um, there it goes, just that. Um, what's the name of that album? <sighs> See, I'm going to spend all my seconds trying to think about it. Anyway. Is the song This Too Shall Pass Away. And today I actually experimented with doing a day trip down to Columbus and coming back up to Ohio. Uh, well, no, Columbus is in mm -hmm. Ohio. But doing a, a day trip down to, to see my family down in Columbus. And the bus actually did a, what was to me a strange layover in. You'd catch the bus to Columbus to then get off the bus, transfer buses to get on a bus to take you to a different part of Columbus for Ohio State University. It's like, okay. And, and I was confused and I saw this um, handsome man. It's always about a man. And um, I was like, oh, he's cute. Looks like somebody in his 30s or something. And um, I was like, he looks college educated. Um, so he looks like he would know where I need to stand for the, uh, the bus to uh, Ohio State University. And uh, I was talking to my brother about it and he, he was, I was like, I know that sounds kind of pretentious. And he was like, yeah, that sounds pretentious. I was like, oh, oops. Well, but <laughs> he ended up I asked him, is this the right place to Ohio State University? Because I assumed that's where he was going because he was like a professor or somebody. But um, he was like, I have no idea. And I'm like, oh, I thought he was just being short with me because he knew the answer, but he didn't want to talk to me. But I, I looked a little bit and um, next thing you know, he moved from the bench to laying on the floor. And I realized, oh crap. He is one of the homeless people in this outdoor bus station. And it's like that part, part uh, with the song, This Too Shall Pass Away, like that started to bring tears to my eyes, thinking about the fact that, oh my gosh, he was actually homeless. Anyway, all right. So let's get this show. Oh, no, not yet. What we have to do before we get the show on the road is we will name the uh, people for the week. And topics for week 179, 
In My Mind, Part 179A, In My Mind, 179A, coming from at I Am Sunshine Anderson. Heard it all before. And In My Mind, 179B, comes from at Gay Magazine, with an E, Gay Magazine. And we have a new segment called Hey Shorty, which we will do as like, a, it's a one minute segment. And that segment is coming from at Ray William Johnson. Then In My Mind 179C is coming from at Morning Brew. And another T wants for real. T wants FR 179. So basic complexity, are you ready? Let's get this show on the road. Boom. 179. Coming from the one and only Sunshine Anderson. Share, subscribe, and share again. Please and thank you very much. Okay. So there are five things that I really advise single women observe before they commit. You ready? Let's go. Number one. What is his relationship with God? You need to know where he stands with God because where he stands with God is where you will stand with him. Number two, what is his work ethic? This is key because God has called you to be a help meet. And if he is not giving you anything to help with, you will feel helpless. Number three, does he know his purpose? And this is essential because the man that does not know his purpose will abuse his life and your time. Number four, this is gonna sound crazy, but just lean in here for a second. You need to know what is his relationship with his past. A man's relationship with his past will determine his relationship to his future. And if he has not overcome his past, he's gonna have a hard time embracing his future. And your future is contingent on his ability to embrace his own future. So what is his relationship with his past? Number five, you want to ask yourself, what role does this man play in my life? And the reason why this is important is because if you can get done by yourself, the same thing you get done while he's here, he has added no value to your life. So there are five things. All right. So we established before the show, I will go first. And my initial... Uh, my initial reaction to this was I, I said, oh, this will be a good topic. And I agree with some of what he said. My connection to it, um, in my family, my family has many different spiritual beliefs. So it's often hard for me to say what that my partner must believe one particular way or believe one particular thing. So yes, it can be very good to have two partners on the same spiritual path and believe the same thing and be equally yoked in that respect. Um, I, I, I don't feel that if you don't have that it's impossible to make something work. I, I I don't believe it's impossible. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm what, 39 and uh, still trying to uh, establish 
the love connection that I need. So don't take advice from me. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to say that. Anyway, oh my gosh, this was that was nowhere in what I wrote. Um, work ethic is a good thing. Good um, driving, being driven by your purpose in life is good. Those are important things. Healing from your past is very important. Um, you don't have to wait until you fully healed from your past before you date. I, I've heard that said before, and it makes sense to me. So I will say that you, you don't have to be like, oh, I need to fully heal before I even attempt to date somebody. Yeah, you, you, you don't have to do that. Um, give, oh, yes. Because when he was like, yeah, if that man's not adding something to you, make uh, giving you something more than you've had before, then he's a worthless... Well, he didn't say he's worthless, but he said the connection is not beneficial. And what I say to that is, mm, I think both partners should add to each other. So you should both be adding something of substance to each other, in my opinion. And it shouldn't just be one way because it, it, if it's just one way and he's only adding to you, that's just a recipe for disaster, in my opinion, because next thing you know, it can, it can become a very uh, controlling situation. Like, I'm adding all of this to you. You need to do what I say because I'm the one adding this to you. Anyway, eight seconds to spare. Basic complexity. <laughs> All right. Um, out of the five things he listed, I will personally say that as a non-heavily religious person, I mean, somewhat, but not overly religious, um, there are a lot of non-religious guys out there in general. Um, so personally, I feel that you should um, solely focus or you shouldn't solely focus on the religious aspect. Also, yes is work ethic in general is important um, because it will directly show you in dealing with him as is, I'm sorry, as far as dealing with him, if it is even worth your time. And that's what I have. I will uh, take one minute and say, just because bo both of us uh, mentioned uh, the significance of a focus on a work ethic, I, I just want to give a quick shout out to our good friend, Vigo with a K. <laughs> And his new song, Swallow, featuring 7D. And uh, they 
there's a line in that song talking about uh, you and me uh, being a, a power couple. And I, I was going to playfully talk about how if he has no work ethic, then you can't be a power couple. You know, you would just be one. Anyway, shout out to you, Rico, with the K. That's a great song. I was listening to that a lot on my train, train ride, bus ride to and from uh, Columbus this uh, today. All right, basic complexity. Do you want a one minute? Um, no, I'm good. All right, my friend, let's move on to the next. And the next topic is coming from. See, I, I put all these things down, but I didn't put it on the screen. So see, that's at I am Sunshine Anderson. All right. And this is coming from at Gay Magazine. And I say it like that because it's spelled with an E. So it sounds like it's, it's special. It's French. Gay Magazine. Anyway, but yeah, they, they're really cool. And um, here it is. Share, subscribe, and share again. Thank you very much. Billy Eichner reacts to Bro's low first weekend box office sales. Add Billy Eichner. That's just the world we live in, unfortunately. Even with glowing reviews, great Rotten Tomatoes scores, an A cinema score, etc. Straight people, especially in certain parts of the country, just didn't show up for bros. And that's disappointing. But it is what it is. At Rick Hammer Time, I am gay. I just don't watch this genre enough. Give me a gay Robin or Cyclops. I'll be the first one there. LOL. Maybe a gay couple in a scary movie around them. At J.S. Warley 29, I'm definitely not straight and I didn't show up for bros either. Sure, it's the first mainstream gay rom-com or whatever, but nothing about it is groundbreaking. White, super fit, conventionally attractive gay men Going through the ups and downs of dating, it's been done a lot. At MBALFEE3, we all need to show up for bros. Companies aren't going to take chances on queer media if we don't show them our support. All right, basic complexity, you're up first for this one. All right, um... When it comes down to the movie Bros, um, I will admit that I've not seen it yet. Keyword is yet. Um, but I have every intention of, of seeing the movie eventually. <laughs> now, in general, um, the movie did not get did not get as much attention as I believe it would have gotten if it was say to lesbians 
um, yeah. And that is just my opinion. Um, and hate to say it, but but in all honesty, that that's the world we live in currently. Um, heterosexual men. would flock to a movie about basically some grown girl action. Um, more than anyone would about two guys. And that's just my opinion. So, I you already gave me notes for the one minute, but I, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and start with uh, my uh, perspective first. So, my initial reaction to this particular post talking about the movie, I chuckled at all of the various forms of people saying that oh, this is not uh, not another stereotypical white gay movie because honestly that was my initial thought after seeing the trailer but like you basic complexity i did still want to go see it i had actually i was making plans to go to the movie theater to see it but um anyway um there is a time and place for everything and some of those people that is their reality yes fit white trim, gay, all, fabulous, all of that. That is the reality for some people. And the, I, my thing always comes down to balance. You know, there needs to be a balance. Just like, yeah, because it's, it shouldn't always show just one side of something. And I feel that same way in relation to Black representation in TV. It's like, yeah, there are people who live in the hood and act from the hood and stuff like that. But where's the balance? Where's the balance? Because there are other people who don't. Anyway, um, they say uh, that the that it's actually a diverse movie and that was something that they worked on it being a diverse movie. And honestly, from what I saw of the trailer, I did not see that. And it's my understanding that T.S. Madison and Guillermo Diaz, Diaz are in that movie. So I that really did pique my interest when I saw that. I was like, okay, that's cool. And I, I do want to see it. And I think I saw that in the Gay Magazine article. But um, if, if they had good roles, they should have featured them in the trailer as well. But because of the fact that I, if they were playing like, if the role was like the role of the magical Negro, which is an actual real thing, where it's a dimensional character who's only there to establish one part of the plot, like people actually study that in school. It's a real thing, the magical Negro. And if 
that was the role, then I understand why they didn't show it in the trailer. Anyway, um, unfortunately, for mainstream success, yes, you need the mainstream, which is hetero and white and male often. And I, I wanted to take a second to a shout out B-Boy Blues, just because, all right. And I will uh, finish in a one minute. Did you want a one minute basic complexity? No, you could go ahead. All right. So, huh. I don't know how much bros cost to make, but I, I know that it said that it's opening sales, opening week sales were like half of what was actually expected to come in. And I remember they put out huh, Billy Eichner to play a clown and drum up some extra sales. And he, he was probably upset and drum up extra sales <laughs> talking funny to people. And um, he talked with a black woman and I didn't show this as a part of the clip, but it was something that Gay Magazine posted. And um, he was very condescending to her and... Um, trying to be cute and funny with her and stuff like that. And I'm like, really? But she is a black woman. And I feel that at the end of the day, we need to work together, you know, the gays and the women and all of that. And, oh man, gays and the women and all of that. And instead of perpetuating um, the problem of obliviousness. All right, uh, really quickly. Um... Yeah, not all heterosexual men like girl on girl. Okay, I'll say it, leave it at that. <laughs> and, all right. Um, da, 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 da. Are we ready for the next topic? Yeah. All right. And this is coming from hashtag first TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, AKA Basic Complexity. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Hashtag Verse TV. 179. 